What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Glory Boys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Austin. I'm Darren. I'm Trev. And in this episode, we have a special guest, yeah. Mr. Kevin Kabor. Let's go. Welcome to the podcast. Thank yeah. you for having me. How's it going, man? Yeah. A little jet lag, but I'm good. Jet lag? Where, where are you coming from? I just came from Rwanda last night. Wow. And you're here today. Jeez. Tell us about that trip. What was happening? Uh, my dad was like getting his PhD in leadership. So he's talking to like Bible students across mm. the country. He asked if I want to come film. Uh, Sick. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Just hop on a plane quick. Yeah, and just, how long is that flight? Coming, going there was 24 hours. Oh coming back gosh. was 32 hours. Oh, oh wow. What's the time difference? Like it's 10 like, hours? It's like something like that. Sheesh. And how long were you there? I was there for a week. Okay. So wow. just probably long enough to kind of adjust yeah. to their time and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> throws right like, back. Yeah. yeah. But the flight is long enough that like you just forget all time. Yeah. And you come back and you're just tired. Yeah. yeah. So you're just Dang. messed up right now. Just Dang. it wasn't too bad because I came at like eleven. So I was like, I was just ready to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's uh let's chat uh, a little bit about who you are, what you do, just so our listeners know. Um mm-hmm. We, we just know you from the last few years. You're a local creative here in Omaha, Nebraska, just like we are. And um, we've we've never really connected a ton until just very recently, um, which is cool. Like God's timing perfect. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just cool to have you. So I would love for you to share a little bit. You're an amazing um, creative. You do so many really cool things. You've traveled to like the dopest places in the world, but just would love to just hear a little bit about you and what you do. I never know how to respond to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do like photos, videos, a little bit of graphic design, yeah. and I never know how to like. Yeah, respond. so so I guess like, do you have your own company or? Do oh you yeah, just... I have my own company, but yeah. I, I guess my background is I did social media for a lot of different companies in town. Okay. So like, Exarbon was like the biggest one. I was doing that for two years, so I okay. did everything there, like from like websites to like social, and then recently I went full time on my own. Heck yeah, Okay, dude. That's, that's great. Sick. Did you go to school for any of this? or what? I went to school for fine art. Okay, yeah. fine art. Yeah, at UNO. Wow, nice. Sick. So when you were growing up, to back up even further, what did you, I mean, what did you think you wanted to be? What, I wanted was, to be in the NBA a thousand percent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Like, then we had the same dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I also wanted to be in the NBA. <laughs> I think I wanted to be a lot of different things. Like I okay. went from like a basketball player to I wanted to be a doctor. And then I guess like I was always doing creative stuff because like my sure. parents were before now they're pastors. But before that, they were like documentarians and like musicians. Wow. So like since I was a kid, I always had cameras and like editing. OK, so, like, so that yeah, that was going to be my next question is when did creative like kind of enter the the story for you but it sounds like it's been around for a I think while when i was 13 my dad like forced me to take pictures so like <laughs> i would go out and he would be like take 100 pictures and then he would come back and tell me why all of them suck <laughs> like, that's a smart man he was like, Dude, my dad right, had oh. a camera and he like never <laughs> let me touch it so <laughs> you know. he was like that's a bad composition like and it was so detailed like wow. why these are wow. bad that it was just like I hate so it. so okay hold on back up what what did dad do then like why was he so creative so fanatical about like composition mm-hmm. and all that back then uh, like he was a musician first okay and he went into like producing and did a bunch of like films and mm. built studios like he's just like an all-around creative yeah. so yeah. like uh-huh. and my uncles were photographers so like they're yeah. just very she runs in the blood yeah Dang. And they're like, to this day, he's probably still like a little bit better than me. Like, I remember I did an animated like glow and then just zoomed into like wherever it was in the mm-hmm. scene. And it's like, yeah, that's nice. And then he's like, Google me. And then like, he did a video in, like 2006 where like the intro was the exact same that I just showed him. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, whatever. Dang. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So he's that's like, cool. Dang. That's awesome. I love that. Hard yeah. to impress, though, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Even like I was ranked like twenty twenty top five food photographers and he was like, Good job. And he like <laughs> waited. <laughs> and he was like, Do you want to know why you weren't number one? And he just oh, went into like yeah. Yeah. He just went straight that into was it. Hard, part dad. of me wishes that I had your dad, and then part of me <laughs> is glad that I did it. Yeah. That's awesome. Though. What's your dad's name? Patrice. Patrice. Shout out Patrice. That's sick. Cool. So uh at what point did you realize you said so you were working for other companies doing social media and stuff? 
what was kind of the tipping point to going full-time into your own thing? Were you just like getting enough freelance work that you decided it was time or what was that like? I think I was just like, I realized I wouldn't be fulfilled doing it for someone else. Mm. So like, I didn't necessarily have like a plan, but I was just like, okay, if I'm so like, I was doing it for Nautil companies, which I learned a lot, but they own a bunch of different companies. So I ended up doing it for like, one company, but ended up being like ten companies underneath it. So oh, like, wow. I was running an auto company, Sunny's, Inner Rail, um, auto company, Sunny's, Inner Rail, Nauta Homes, and then each one had like an Instagram, a Facebook, a social media. Exarbon was one of them. So mm. it was like ended up being like seven Instagram accounts. At yeah. The end of oh the my day. word! So wow. the amount of content was like, if I could push out this amount, I could have seven clients, and then like. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they paid me half each one, sure. I could be making right. like, a decent amount. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was just like, wow, overly confident in myself. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I was just like overly confident. Oh. I didn't necessarily have any like tangible proof. So uh, that's great. I, I have a question for you. So managing um like that many accounts, like how stressful did that get? Like, does that lead to burnout? Like, are you just like over it or is it just kind of come second nature where you're like, oh, this is, this is fine? It was burnout for sure. Yeah. Like, Cause at first I was doing everything for those like posting captions, uh-huh. yeah. And then I told my boss, like Sam, he was, I was like, bro, I can't do, I I can't like post and like make all this. So just like I just can't, do uh-huh. it. yeah. But like doing it, you just get efficient over time. Sure, it's yeah. like okay, I can go in shooting, knowing this is gonna be like ten posts instead of like having to shoot every single day and edit every day. Sure, yeah. I, like kind of get better at that. Right. Yeah. Making the most out of the shoot times, making the most out of the content you do get, stretching it up a longer period exactly. of time rather than being like, we have to do a shoot every day to get fresh content every day. It's like, yeah. no, just shoot multiple things in a smaller window. Exactly. Being more effective. More effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all managed a lot of accounts over the years. And, it, you know, with our, our church when we started, that was a big deal. You know, you got to post all the time, trying to gain traction. We got a business. Then we start, you know, a podcast. And we start, you know, a clothing company. <laughs> just keep keeps going and content just never seems to end. And I don't know that we're ever to a place where, you know, we're never not going to have to shoot something or edit something, which is, I think it's still fun and great, but it is hard to manage when you get to that, that threshold of like, okay, I have seven accounts right now. I don't know if I can handle another one, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's just interesting. We were just having this conversation the other day as we step into doing more of like an agency type service for people posting is one of the biggest asks and it's hard because um, we got some advice recently that said, hey, if it if it's anything beyond the content creation or ideation, I just wouldn't handle the posting and have someone else do it. And so we, we probably took that pretty much to heart of like, okay, we're not going to go after posting just because it is a whole nother side of the brain of like yeah. thinking up a content calendar. Yeah. If you got yeah. seven or more <laughs> different companies, it's just going to, you got to research and R&D and just all this stuff that you don't necessarily maybe have the time for, especially for filming and we're editing and we're doing these other things. Unless we hired like a whole separate, a bunch of Kevins to, you know, (laughs) to do it for us. So, um, yeah. So I think, yeah, social media is very overwhelming and can be really stressful. And I think like, at least I was blessed where like there was, they never had anyone like me before on the team. Okay. Like I kind of got to like figure it out, figure it out and make Mm -hmm. the brand myself mm. so then it was like okay there's a bunch of different brands that like came from my brain sure pretty much yeah, yeah. so then it's easier versus like a company where it's like they have a specific brand and right. you have to like appeal really that. bottle neck you sure yeah that's great i mean you get to learn on somebody else's dime really exactly. which is cool when you when you meet somebody that has influence and has you know brands and companies that they trust you with and then you get to kind of figure out and they trust your creative then you get to really learn and grow but also get paid for it which is sick mm-hmm. and i think that I mean, whoever, you said it was Sam. Oh, yeah. uh, is it Sam? Nato. Oh, uh, Nato. That's right. Okay, cool. Shout yeah. out Sam. Shout out Sam. <laughs> Good job, Sam. <laughs> um, so that's really cool that you got the opportunity and someone trusted you and your creative to really make uh, a difference in their companies. And you did, clearly, because all those companies are killing it and their social media pages look great. So, mm-hmm. so good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what types of projects, or I guess I should ask this first, are the projects you take and work on now a lot different than what you were doing for those companies when you were running socials? So, like, one of them was real estate, commercial real estate. One of them was, like, food and beverage. And Mm -hmm. another one was, like, product. Okay. So, like, the main reason I liked it was 
it was a little bit of everything. Yeah, sure. So it wasn't like I'm right. doing the same thing over and over again. Yep. Yeah. So like now I'm just more picky on what I pick. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah, what think, types of things, I guess, if you don't mind, what yeah. what types of projects are you taking or what are you like excited about right now? Because mm-hmm. how long have you been full-time? Technically, like three or four months. Okay. I think it's more what I'm not taking. Like sure. live events, I just am not excited about I can share that yeah, with you. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, even weddings. like can relate. The weddings I do do are usually destination weddings. Sure. So then it's like, okay. like Yep. It's in a cool location. It's right. Because like, honestly, I made a post on why I hate weddings and like everyone is the same. And I got more weddings booked from that. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> no. they were like, oh yeah, I hate all those things too. And I yeah. Said, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I almost wonder we're also not going to take weddings anymore after five years. And we're, we have one next year, but um, I was thinking about like making the post of like we don't do weddings anymore, and I was curious if people would be hitting us up. <laughs> no, people like, hit you up. Yo, like I know you don't but do can them you anymore. Do mine? Right. Yeah, they're you like don't do we them. don't like those weddings either. Because I was like, <laughs> I don't like weddings that are like this, 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 this. Right, they're like I, same. I'm not even lying. I literally just got a text. Hey, bro, what do you guys charge to shoot a wedding? No, like, just stop. Like it. ten minutes ago. <laughs> but it's just like it sucks because like your films, they're great. Like they're thoughtful. Mm-hmm. They're like. You know, when you put like the story and you care about the color and the music and then the bride and groom see it and it's like you get to literally relive the day. It's not mm-hmm. just filming a bunch of clips and it's just trash, but it's it's actually thought out and so much care. Mm-hmm. It's that creative that's that you bring to it. Well, then we just we're good at them, but it it's so like life sucking. It's every Saturday. It's every you know, it's traveling. It's all this stuff being away from family. And so it's yeah, it's like, OK, well, let's just not do it anymore. It's not really worth it. But there's the other part of me personally that I'm like, but I love the the value that we bring to the yeah, day. Yeah, I love the impact yeah. that we've made on the couples. Like we became friends with some of the couples and we still talk to them to this day, you know? That's so the other like, thing. It's like, I do yeah. like, it's Bro. not that I hate them. Like, yeah, no, yeah. it's like the idea of them suck. Yeah. But then yeah. once you're there, if they you're were like, like <laughs> you know, if you could do your wedding starting at 8 a.m. and ending at 5 p.m. like yeah. on a Tuesday, you know, <laughs> yeah, I would like, love shooting weddings. Yeah, we'll for sure do it. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, they're man. they're risky too. I feel like I don't know if you've ever had any. Oh, we got any. Hopefully, you've never had any issues. You know, SD cards corrupting or losing yes. footage. You have. Yes. Oh, do tell. Yeah. But like, I always have a second shooter just yeah. because. Right. Like, Smart. Good job. Things like this, yep. I know have happened for sure. But like the times SD cards have corrupted, it's only been like a very specific window where I've yeah. been able mm. to finesse. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's like. Maybe the ceremony didn't have audio, or maybe like this yeah. one clip just got corrupted. For sure. I never had like the entire oh, yeah. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Praise that's God. honestly like for me. I think my biggest reason for not wanting to shoot weddings anymore is because, and we've never had that happen. Thankfully, we've never lost any footage. But that's the thing. Like, it's right. not a matter of if; it's a right. matter of when. Even yeah. if you take all the precautions, and we always do backup audio recordings. We always two two of everything. Mm-hmm. Two cards in your camera. Two shooters rolling at all times, two different sources of audio because if one corrupts, but like, so thankfully we've never lost anything, but I just know yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. literally just a matter of time Yeah, and you can't, weddings are like one of the only things that you cannot reshoot. Yeah, You know what I mean? A lot of so, pressure. Anyways. Not that's, being able to reshoot it is like, like you just can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. The thought of telling a bride that I don't have the footage from their wedding yeah. makes me want to go find a different job. Yeah, <laughs> It happened to a, a photographer that I worked with one time mm. before I worked here. And it happened to her. She like hit me up after the wedding and was like, so stressful. I, I lost all my photos from like this point in the oh day my. to this point yep. in the day. Can you like, what do you have? Can you help? And so I'd like just try to pull stills yep. from like yep. all my video during that part. But I was like, even that, I was like, oh, no, no, Tough. no. It's knocking on my door. Yep. Yeah. We had that happen, too, with a photographer that we worked with. Very successful photographer. Yeah. And it literally, it happens to the best of us. Like, yep. it's not, yeah. So, anyways, that's that's it's, the biggest reason for me is just the risk. The, and, uh, the last thing that I'll say, we don't have to talk about weddings because right. we don't do weddings. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, weddings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're kidding. spending 20 minutes on our I know. talking about them. <laughs> But hey, they brought us to where we are today. They yeah. are yes. a great yeah. place of, of entry-level income and starting a business. They're mm-hmm. super great for that. 
Um, because yeah, you can make multiple thousands of dollars in a day and mm -hmm. it's a lot of work, but it can really kickstart your business yep. like it did ours. Mm -hmm. But the last thing I would say about that is I believe that because of the, the, the amount of creatives that we are all at this table, the, the level of in, like attention to detail and story and care that we put into it. If you like roll up into a wedding and they just don't care about details. So mm -hmm. everything kind of looks flat and like, oh, we didn't cover the walls because we didn't care. We didn't dress the tables. We didn't really care. Budget wasn't there. We have like, you know, a, a buffet line for the food. And so nothing really captures well. Or, you know, maybe the bride and groom aren't super like lovey-dovey in love. And so, and not that they're not in love, but they don't show it. So yeah. they've been dating for 15 years and just got married. So mm -hmm. you can feel that in the foot in the footage. And so they're not doing the things. They're not acting. When they kiss, they act awkward. Like, yeah. We've done this a million times. like right. So you don't capture this beautiful thing that we are trying to create. Yeah. So then you're like taking this couple that's awkward and trying to fit this round you know, in a mm -hmm. square peg and mm -hmm. you're just trying to make stuff work. Hey, hey act beautiful at the sunset thing. Right. And it's just, it doesn't feel authentic. And so then you're stuck with that footage. It doesn't feel authentic and you're trying to manipulate it to make it work, which you can do. I mean, yeah. you do finesse you know, parts that you, right. know, you know, you, you just got to do what you got to do with music and color and, and B-roll and some effects, you know, some film overlay, you know, whatever you got to do. But I think that's a, a really big part of it is it, it's a lot more fun to work with a couple that cares about the creative and the art, mm -hmm. and the, the cinema value, uh, the cinematic value that we add. And when they don't, it's just like, we're just here with a camera. They don't care yeah. about capturing stuff. Yeah. You got to, it's like pulling teeth trying to get a sunset portrait session. And like something that I like realized based on that is like this is this could be like our thousands or millions wedding. So we have the privilege of comparing their wedding to right. like the most epic wedding. Right. 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 Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it could be their first it's their first. Well, wedding. yeah, hopefully. Right. Yeah. So like for them, a lot of times it's like anything we make, even if it's mid to us, is mm -hmm. like amazing to them. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, you're right. That's a great point. That is fair. So that gives me like I'm like, okay, I could pull like those weddings when like they don't care about anything. Uh, like I could phone this in and it would still be like ten times better than what sure. I expect. That's sure. that's fair. Which I think is also another just gift in itself of like taking pretty mid days and mid content that you capture and making it into this cinematic beautiful film. And they're like, oh my gosh! Like maybe you focus more on establishing shots. Maybe you focus on doing like some cool slow mo like dress stuff. Or we did a thing for a long time uh, called dress out or stressed out dress out. And we'd like make sure that we put the dress somewhere where like it stressed us all out, right. like climbing up <laughs> yeah. on stuff, hanging it from something. Like it's like the wind's blowing, yeah. in. it's about to fall off into the ocean. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Like, but we always try to make it like, yeah, we put the the creative effort into making even like some of the the basic shots like feel really epic. So it, it kind of lifted the film a little bit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's enough. Yeah. So outside of weddings. Yeah. Outside of weddings, like what other projects are you like? <laughs> excited dating. about right excited now what do you about. what do you love to do most yeah. yeah fashion films have been exciting me yeah i shot like african fashion week and okay then one of the designers for omaha fashion week wanted me to do their film oh wow and then i, I don't care the omaha fashion week person was like hey do you want to do next year's videos like, dang yeah. sick so let's like, go that's cool like that's cool but like i don't think fashion pays like that like i sure, tell my sure, friends yeah. all the time like i would do it to do it but, yeah like it's not necessarily like I kind of structured my business as in getting like retainer clients for social and mm -hmm. every project I take is a project that I want to personally do. Got yeah. it. Oh, like, interesting. Even okay. if I don't get paid on it, it's like, it's something that this is something you care about. Or for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, that is cool. Sweet. So let's talk travel. Where is the craziest place you've gone because of work, because of this type of work? Craziest like cool or craziest like get me out both. of here? Uh, both. <laughs> both. Yeah. Both. Let's hear both. Yeah. I feel like Hawaii was like, just epic. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was epic. Yeah. It was like, we just filmed a wedding there like a couple months ago. Yeah. Or maybe like, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, we filmed the wedding, and then the couple was like, hey, do you want us to book everything or do you want us to like pay you and then you book your trip? Mm. And I was like, yeah, we'll book the trip. Yeah. So then, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ended up like shooting the wedding, staying like an extra week, going to two different islands, and just wow. like getting every piece of content we wanted. Wow. To. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it was cool, but we were, there was some death sketchy moments we're yeah, just yeah. like how do we get <laughs> how do we get in this moment yeah. <laughs> that's sick like what kind of what kind of sketchy moments like we're on the side of a mountain we're like going on a highway all of a sudden it turns into a cliff and it's like 
we got lost, completely lost. Dang. Me and my friend Julian, Woody's Media, we yeah. completely got lost. Oh, we yeah. were stranded. So we fly up the drone just to see where we're, <laughs> which <laughs> where way to go. We? Yeah. And like, if we didn't have the drone, we were like, I don't know how we would have. Dang. Because there's no turning back because wow. it's just straight downhill. Right. We went and up. And the lane's just the lane's thin enough for one thin car. Enough. Yeah. Like, left, there's a tree blocking. Forward, yeah. there's a tree blocking. And then to the right, it's just straight down. Wow. Dang. We're like, where do we? Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And you got out because you're got here. Out. So <laughs> Every time I'm in Africa, it's crazy too. Yeah? It's okay. just like, there's parts where you're like, wow. And other parts where you're just like, what? what is it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like Apple Pay work there, which is like, it doesn't work in Omaha sometimes. So like, yeah. that's like, why is it working? Um, then that's you see amazing. like a guy with like a Rolls Royce and then a guy riding a donkey and just like right next to each other. Yeah. Just like, yeah, that is wild. That's yeah, super bizarre. Yeah. I'm a little like, bit bougie. Like I like my AC. I like. Ooh, for sure. Yeah. So like if I wasn't filming, I wouldn't go in uncomfortable situations like that. Mm. Okay. But, like for the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get a shot of the donkey and the Rolls Royce? I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. Couple. Okay. That's dope. So, okay. Right now, um, you obviously live in Omaha still. Um, you travel a lot. <laughs> But uh, obviously, we have mutual friends, Edison Creative, that you're you're doing an internship there. Just kind of like they're one of my retainers. I'm helping with the social, okay, and like some editing. Okay, stuff. sick. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. What talk talk to us a little bit about like like yeah that service and what you're providing and just kind of like your relationship with them because they're awesome. They're they're super cool. The yeah. first time I worked with them was like the Bud Crawford Gym promo. Okay, they like hit me up like backtrack. They have. They had me on social media for a while. And okay. they're friends with my good friend Joseph Said. And okay. they hit him up. They're like, Who is this Kabaka's guy? We're like, would he be down to like shoot or is he like stuck up? And then, like, <laughs> and then Joseph called me. He's like, Bro, they asked if you'd be down. And I said, Yeah, he'd be down. Just hit him up. And then like I met with them. I shot that. Then I shot like the Nike project with them. Okay. They asked me, like, hey, um, can we use your footage to pitch Nike for live action? I'm like, Yeah, send. Send it. Right. Yeah, send for him. sure. Send and it over. I did that, and then now I help him with like shoots consistently. Yeah, and, like some editing. And then, like, yeah, I saw a little BTS of you like on a couch yeah, or something. I was like, like, yeah. I was I was like, like yo, something. that looks like us. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. So yeah, was, just getting crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome, great. Bro. But they're great. Yeah, they're the best. So no. how do you go about like connecting with other some of your other clients? Is it always just they find you on social, or is it like are you doing some sort of like reach out? Usually it's like either they find me on social or it's like a mutually like they know me. Okay. Which I feel like is the best clients when you yeah. don't have to like oh, for push sure. them yeah. like mm-hmm. on your good, but they're just like, oh yeah, we know your work mm-hmm. would be down. Yeah, personal like, connections go a long way. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. for sure. So that's like ninety five percent. I haven't okay. really reached out. Yeah. Do you find it like that you're consistently adding new clients, or do you kind of have your base set of like these are my clients who I've you know, I've kind of got them in the back pocket. Um, I think it's usually, it's right now, so at least consistently. Yeah. Active. Like, I think I can only take one more, and then I'm okay. Like, I, and you've kind of hit I'm capacity. Kind of hit like capacity. Yeah. To still be able to do like the creative stuff. Right. Yeah. Got yeah. It. So, are you kind of like retainer based then? That's kind of like you got like a good cushion. You have so many spots open, and then um, you obviously want that to pay your bills and live your life, but then you also have you know, that time that you want to create and do some stuff on, on the side and, and stuff that's yeah, fun and that's, more cr- fulfilling for you. That's exactly it. Because, like, I was salaried for so long, so I'm used yeah. to, like, the consistency. Sure. So, mm-hmm. like, how do you replicate that as sure. creative? Because you can't, nec- like, yeah, you might get a shoe that's $3,000, but, like, you can't necessarily bank on, like, that right. happening all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, for sure. The retainer banks on that, and then, like, the shoots come. If they don't come, mm-hmm. yeah. But... Yeah, for sure. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that's... Uh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say that's probably really valuable for a lot of people listening, just trying to figure out if they're doing their own thing, how do I structure this? How do I find, like, any sort of rhythm or consistency in, like, building my own thing? Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's that's a really great option to kind of how you structure that <clears throat> and, and thinking ahead that way. So, um, yeah, I guess any... Any other details too you have on that would would probably be really valuable just to hear like, you know how how you're handling like, how you're structuring is it a a month to month thing or is it a, um, by number of content pieces or how do how do you go about that just for general? I think like doing the social for so many places helped me because yeah. now I know like what 
clients want. So like, okay. if I just did photos, I don't know. Like, it's valuable, but I don't know. Like, month to month is yeah, valuable uh-huh. to them. But like, sure. being able to create a content plan for them, mm-hmm. like, here's the things that you should post, and then I'm gonna deliver on things you should post. If yeah. you want me to post it, like, I have to charge you extra. But like, I can do that also. Oh, okay. And nice. then like, yep. the website background helps too. That's great. You need me to do that? That's like an extra right. fee. So yeah, like, yeah. You got a bunch <clears throat> of add-ons also yeah. to the to the base services. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the other side of corporate where, like, even if I wasn't doing it, they would ask me to help outsource it. So, mm-hmm. like, I knew what was valuable sure. versus, like, before as a creative, you're just like, I make good art. Like, you should right. want this. Yeah. But, like, they <laughs> don't necessarily care. Yeah. 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 yeah, For sure. That's really good. Yeah, that's the hardest thing I think ever is this, just deciding, like, retainer, like, price. Like, how do you charge? Especially when you offer more than just photo or just video. Like, managing or, you know, SEO and, like, what you know all this other stuff so how do you go about i guess being competitive where you still can have a a good amount of clients to pay you monthly where it makes sense for them makes sense for you like how do you go about finding that baseline i know you said you had some previous um job with sam having all the seven accounts you learned a lot but like how do you not outprice yourself for for somebody like that i think what helps is like just reaching out to creatives in omaha like your community to have done it and yeah. you can yeah. ask them like okay what would you charge for this right like josh Fu has been like a great resource to me like he's been doing it for so many years right like taught me about licensing and all these things sure. sweet so, like being able to hit them up like hey what would you price this and mm-hmm. then just like a baseline as hell yep um i think a good place like asking the companies what's their budget because yep. a lot of times their budget is higher than whatever you're thinking sure yeah like yeah, I can make right. it. <laughs> right, right. So like, I think yeah, I can, I think I can do something <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. 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 That's no, it's good. I, I just think this is really valuable because I think yeah, we've been, we've been asked a ton of times like on this, this retainer, you know, idea. And we've, we have a couple retainers and we've had, you know, different amounts from kind of a lot to mediocre middle ground, like payments per month. But we've just never really known like the We've always over delivered, I think, and yeah. and o- gave more value than what they pay, which I think is kind of just a core value of ours anyway, mm-hmm. um, because we want to add value to our clients and keep that relationship going, um, not just trade dollars for services, but at the same time there is a capacity level, mm-hmm. you know, when when you're grinding and you're spending so much time on someone's brand, you know, photo, video, editing, social media, thinking through the content calendar, thinking through strategy. Um, it can be very, very daunting, and for two thousand bucks a month, sometimes that's not really worth it. You know, it could be to some people, um, especially if you're starting out. But when you got a whole business to run and uh, a lot more other things and bigger shoots to plan, sometimes the the small the small like uh, retainer stuff can feel heavy. Um, so yeah, I guess especially how you- when you like you charge them two thousand a month, but then you can make that in one shoot. Right. right you're like uh where do you balance it for at sure. least mm-hmm. for me what helps is like what is their goal like so let's say someone's goal is i want to hit twelve thousand followers which is like and then i ask like okay why do you want this do you want like to reach do you have like budget for like ads like mm-hmm. what is like and then even like in that process and like what they want and mm-hmm. why they want to get there then you can like work backwards and say okay to get to your goal you need like to post every single day yeah mm-hmm. which means you need a ton of content mm-hmm. yeah and the content cost x because yeah. you know maybe i give you a slight discount count because it's like consistently yeah right but like you can quantify how much 10 videos a month is going to cost for sure, and sure then it's like okay like my thinking of this costs how much yep like am i going to execute it if if i'm going to execute it how much would it cost me to pay someone to do it mm. and whether i do it or not it doesn't matter but yeah. like i'm going to make what's this going to cost mm-hmm. outsource it for sure so like things like that kind of help me yeah no, that's really great. Just work. Ask what they need, and then work backwards from there. That's that's actually really great advice. Yeah. I have another thought on that. Is, um, you said outsourcing. So right now, do you handle every single thing, or do you create relationships with people and offload some of that onto maybe some friends or some people that are more expertise in you know X Y Z? Right now, I like I control most of it, but I do have like I outsource a lot of it. Yeah, so. nice. for sure. Like I have friends that fly drones that can shoot. So like mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't, it's, you just don't have enough time to do everything. Yeah, oh, so for it's sure. It's just easier to like if I know they're talented and can do. It's like hey, right. What's yeah. your price to do this? Yep, and just work it in the budget. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. I love that. But then it's tricky because like 
you don't want to do it too much, at least me, because then like the client expects you to do it and yeah. you want your face. So it's like, <gasps> this month yeah. you did like four drone shots and photography. Yeah. Can we do that like every exactly. day? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for like 20 grand. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I think that's a funny thing that you said the drone thing, because I think that is a selling point for people love drone. People love, mm -hmm. you know, sky views of their homes, their businesses, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that is. And I think it really makes a difference. But I think we've undersold that service for a long time. We're really good at it. I really, I'm very confident we are the best drone pilots in town. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like the FPV stuff where you're like yeah. flying through like mm -hmm. little cracks this big. Right. But like our drone shots are better than any I've seen. And so like when I'm that passionate about it, I'm like, well, we should probably be charging like for that, you know, but we just yeah. kind of lump it into our everyday services right. as like you just get this when you hire us which it seems a little silly because there are people that just hire people for just drone work mm -hmm. um so it's probably something we need to evaluate again we love adding value to our customers but there's also like that are we just giving too much where we're not right getting reciprocated the the value there mm -hmm. i think that's the thing like most creatives do is like they don't understand what their unfair advantage is like everyone has an advantage that they're just like so much better at than like anyone else, but yeah. they don't necessarily like value it like right. other people. Do. Sure, right. So like drones for you guys is like people pay like a lot just for drones. You guys are nice with it, so like why not like sell that or like talk mm -hmm. about that? Yeah. Sure, or at least like even more even like offering it as a service yeah. rather than just right. being like oh it just comes with the everyday yeah. package. Yeah. yeah, you know it's like oh we actually just put that in everything. Right. I, I honestly I'm kind of just realizing that right now is like we just. We just include in almost every shoot. We charge to bring the physical drone. Yeah, it's yeah, like proposal. ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks <laughs> to like carry it to the yeah. shoot. Yeah, yeah, we charge rental fee of the whole of the drone, and that's that's pretty that's much it. it. Yeah, the two hours of flying it, you just get for free. Right. Yeah. Well, and yeah, we just got a we just got like a a form filled out, and the guy was like talking about what he wanted, and he said um, drone footage would be a plus if you could. And it was like. What do you mean if you could? If you like, could, of course yeah, we're going to fly like the drone. We, we're going we're gonna to fly the drone right. at everything. Exactly. But, like, <clears throat> that gives us great perspective from, like, the client side of things is, like, it's not so clear that right. we even do drone, let alone are really, really good at it. Well, and so, I think it goes back to what you said of, like, what would this cost me to hire out? I think mm -hmm. just thinking that way of, like, okay, if I were to go and hire a licensed drone pilot... Mm -hmm to bring their drone and fly for two hours, like it would probably cost me a minimum of $500 just for the two hours of their time. I don't right. know if that's, yeah. if that lines yeah. up with, you know, what you've seen, but I know yeah. people yeah. can charge several hundred dollars an hour mm -hmm. just to fly a drone. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a good, and my mom, it's great. a good thought. Funny, but my mom told me that she was like, plan your like shoots out as if you don't have to do anything. As mm -hmm. if you're just like the point you're guard. Staffing all yeah. the, yeah. Yeah, staffing it up. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've taken a very different approach, I think, and maybe to some of our, our detriment. Yeah. But I think largely to our benefit, it's just a different approach than what you typically would see in like the film industry where every position is contracted out. You know, mm -hmm. they're all not people that work together typically mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Sometimes they have relationships, but we, you know, we have the same team that we bring to everything and yeah. it's always the same DP and director and cam operator and like we don't hire makeup artists and really cast all that often and so um, yeah it's just a different approach but I think thinking that way of like okay well what would this cost if we were just the production company and we needed to fill all of these roles mm -hmm. with trained professionals in those areas um, I feel like things would look a little different so yeah it's a good because my mom only good to keep in mind because like like you guys I was doing everything yeah mm -hmm. she's like what are you like, yeah. like, you're not like you're barely getting paid because like even though it's a lot to you like you're doing every single step from like sure. idea to like post-production yeah your parents need a consulting firm or something Dude, it literally. sounds like i love them so with that i guess my next question would be like you you have one more slot for a retainer client like what what then what's next you know do you plan on growing this beyond yourself full-time or my honest goal is to like go full-time youtube just like put out like oh, YouTube sick. content like if i could like pick i would do that a thousand percent. sure okay are you currently working towards that goal i'm currently working towards that goal. so what do you what, like i guess i didn't even know that so like i know I'll, you do like travel vlog stuff yeah which, like travel vlogs like 
a little bit of like tutorials, but mostly just like documenting things, just mm. making it interesting, just like yeah. showcasing art. So yeah. are all those are those travel vlogs like some of them I'm I'm sure are like results of your filming a project in mm -hmm. those locations. So you also are able to get this yeah. like personal content. Is that most of them? Or That's do you take trips? You know, like I, are you able to take trips solely for that purpose to film them? I think it's hard. Like once you get like free trips, like work trips, it's yeah. hard to like. Why would I could, like pay out my pocket? Sure, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Three grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So like that's what most of them is. Or, like, okay, cool. Documenting like here's how I got this project. And, oh, like, sure. Showcasing that. Sick. Because mm -hmm. I was watching this um, podcast with this guy named Mark Bone. Yeah. And like he like he was saying like oh yeah I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. And then, like, now YouTube, I'm getting paid the same amount, and I can make everything I want to make without, like, all the, like, politics of, like, sure. oh, you're working with this client, this person, this agency. Like, even the Nike project, it was, like, amazing experience. It was super cool. But, like, I noticed, like, how far down it can mm. get. Like, a DP is not the same person as, like, our small projects. Yeah. Can, like, right. Yeah. Think of the idea, execute it. Like, you don't have the same luxury. And yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, Mark's Mark's cool, dude. Yeah, he is. He does a lot of documentary stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm scrolling through your Instagram over here, and I just, I had this question um, in my head as I was, like, preparing for this. How did you, how did you come about, like, your own style of work? And because I, what I pictured in my head is, like, you have kind of just your general direction as a, as a creative then you're also like you said you started by working for a bunch of these other companies doing their social. So to some degree you have to adopt what they want the style to be. Um, so how do you, I guess, how did your style develop or did you notice as it was developing into what it is now? I guess I don't even notice my style. <laughs> yeah. It's like other people have to tell me what it is because I just sure. don't like necessarily know. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's yeah. just a natural, yeah, it was just, just like, a natural progression. A natural I, I honestly, I feel like I can relate to that. I don't really know what my style is, but I know if you put a camera in my hand, I'm going to crush whatever you tell me what to <laughs> yeah. do, whether mm -hmm. it's photo or video or social content. And like, even to the point of like, you can plan and you can get like a feel or vibe or like a look or like a, a mood board or whatever, you know, you can, you can visually like get inspired, but at the same time, like you get on set and like you can change all yeah. creative that second yeah. and i think that happens honestly more often than not we're like i have an idea i walk in and then that idea is no longer as good as the one we're about to shoot because austin turned on a light and it was like a circle behind <laughs> this guy and i was like oh cool the whole shoot just changed because a light you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i think that's the that's the fun and the beauty of what we do is the the creative that what you were just talking about we don't gotta answer to exactly. mr big rich guy at nike but we can flip on lights and mess around and like come up with a creative that's our own. And then it's, it's more fulfilling, I think. And, and then you're more proud of it because yeah, like you keep calling it art because it is art. And then we get to post about it and, and, and be proud. Like yesterday we did a shoot. I was like so proud. I sent like all these like clips and photos to like mm -hmm. some close friends. Cause I'm like, dude, we freaking killed this shoot. Like I'm so proud of it. As and you I was, should be. It's really the dope. best. And like, I was just so excited and I'm like, it's not often that we, get to be super creative and have the freedom and then mm -hmm. be super proud about something yeah. because you're at the liberty of your clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's good to be able to have, have that, have those moments of just like fulfillment and creative fulfillment. And like, so like the way I got my job is I walked into the interrail food hall and I was like, I think it was 20, I was in college. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> and I walked in and then I was like, Hey, can I, like, shoot a food video for you guys? Because at the time, I was super into, like, like all those the food. Yeah, I was like, I was yeah, super yeah, into bro. So then I do that, and then they're like, oh, cool, sweet. I got some free food out of it. And then, like, COVID happened. A year later, I go back, and I'm like, I could probably make a sushi video. And get sushi. Yeah. And then I walk in there, <laughs> and then I ask, the, like, the guy cooking. He's like, oh, let me just ask the owner. And the owner's like, Kevin? He's like, I love your stuff, but, like, I watch your video. No blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. He's like, would you want to do something for the whole inner rail and then everyone and we pay you? And I was like, yeah, sure. So yeah, then, like, I, I was going in, like, thinking for free food. I got the free food and I got paid. Heck yeah. Uh, this is literally, we have talked about this principle right mm -hmm. here, probably the entirety of our career. So when we first started, 
we walked into a place just like you did and was like, yo, can we just make you a free video? There was no like, I want some stuff yeah. or things. Right. Like, I was like, hey, can we just do this for free and show you that we're like, we could do this and then maybe you could pay us, you know, later. You know, you hope that's that's the thing. Yeah. But you're adding value to people. That's exactly what you just did. You, I mean, you were like, maybe I'll get a free burger. Maybe I'll get, <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll get some free sushi. Yeah. But like, that's like 12 bucks. Like, Yeah, that's not like, like you're not like taking advantage of anyone. You're not like, you're, yeah. you're adding so much value to them. Yeah. Just, and, and that, not only that, like a year later, that turned into not only a gig for one client, but a, an umbrella of clients. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's got to be something here. There's a Has principle here yep. of you went in, you served this person, you got a free burger, cool. But then one year later, you literally got seven plus clients mm-hmm. and paid you retainer, like way more above exactly. and beyond what you could ever think or ask or imagine, yeah. which is from the Bible, which I feel like it's just very Christ-like that yeah. you walked in, served them, and then God just blessed you on the yeah. back half, Amen. which is so sick. Look at God. Yeah, look at him. I love it. Since I was like 13 taking pictures every day, Mm -hmm. I've been taking pictures at church every single Sunday. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. until now. Now I help them with the streaming and stuff. So, like, I noticed all my friends are like really good creatives. I've like served at the church, Mm -hmm. like some capacity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like all the things you learn from that, because I, every Sunday you're in the same location. How do you get interesting shots every single time Mm -hmm. that like are impactful and different? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. And like, People that have been doing it for years, that's, like, a lot. Like, how do you not get the same stuff? So, like, yeah. even serving God in that way, like, mm-hmm. I believe you get blessed by doing that. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's where Darren and I met was right. at church and started serving together and taking photos at church. And, I mean, I, yeah, I can't even tell you the blessing that we've gotten from just being planted in a local church, serving the local church. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today right. on this Truth. mic. Dude, I used to like, that's kind of funny, but I used to like dream about owning one of these mics. <laughs> I used to like watch videos of like worship leaders singing in yeah. the SM7 B. <laughs> I love you. I want it. And now we got three of them. No, that's but anyway, dope. it's just cool. Look at God. So good. Oh, but to answer your question. Yeah. I, like fast forward all that. Mm-hmm. I got to work with like some really cool branding agencies and like learn from all of them. Mm-hmm. So, like even when applying to the client, I was, it was easier for me. I was like young molded by them and sure. how they think. Yeah. Because there's a challenge in like one creator creating from different brands and not all of them looking like your style. For sure. Right. So like that was something I will really try to do is like, okay, how do I make it look like Kevin didn't shoot every single right. day? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you yeah. find that hard at times or? So, like it's just, I'm sure people could tell, but like I just try to like my best. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know? Was yeah. that like, just like to get in some of the details? detail real quick like were there like different presets and different so like i would like i would the shot type so like i would use different lenses i would try different angles different lighting yeah and then like the colors would be very different too okay yeah that's awesome sounds fun actually yeah but also kind of stressful yeah (laughs) (laughs) really stressful (laughs) but it was a cool challenge because like if you just wake up you're just gonna do like yeah what you're used to muscle man yeah sure i think we do that too i mean we I think it's a challenge being in weddings because with weddings, people book you based off your style. So like mm-hmm. you want to have a style. Most people use, you know, the same LUT that's their go-to LUT. They use it for all their wedding films. That's like their LUT, their yeah. style, their <laughs> yeah. t- their thing. And so it's like you have to shift the mindset when doing client work where you're not just creating a you branded film, but you're yep. making product, you're making a video or photos that need to fit their brand. And so, um, yeah. yeah, that's been something that we've had to just learn and get better at and try mm-hmm. to break away from like, this is our style of filming or our style of shooting or, or editing or whatever, and really trying to edit things that fit yeah. the brand you that we're would, working with. You would laugh if you like looked at our first wedding film ever to like our wedding film now, like, and just the difference in style. Like, we were so dark and moody and, like, doing, like, freaking fade to black pan, like, transitions and, like, just the craziest, like, ridiculous stuff. Yeah. So unnecessary. And, like, aspect ratios, like, 13 oh, by yeah. 4,000. Like, it was just, just so ridiculous. I feel like there's the evolution. Like, you can see a creator and you're like, okay, you're in, like, the whip pan. Phase. Yeah. Uh, you're in, like, <laughs> bokeh everything phase. Phase. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 For sure. Oh man, what so? What phase do you see when you see our stuff now? <laughs> you guys are above me. I'm trying to get to you. Yeah. Oh, like you guys have like now. a whole team phase, you know? 
Yeah, there's a whole there's like it's it's cool because I mean I love I love the phase that you're in too, and not mm-hmm. that like one's above. It's just different different journeys. Yeah, but I think it's it's fun to discuss like what what you're doing on a day to day as a creative and what we're doing, and it's just yeah, it's just different. But I I think um, this would be a great time to encourage. You, I guess if if you ha- if you got anything, um, Austin. Encouragement. <laughs> This is our encouragement time uh, segment. If you don't know what this is, this is a time where we encourage our listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kevin, do you have anything that you would encourage our listeners? uh, They're, you know, creatives maybe that just started out or maybe they're people like us that have been doing it for a minute or have a team or just uh, a solopreneur. Um, What would you encourage them with? Wow. Um, I would encourage you guys to like keep on going because there's times when you're like, I don't know if you guys still feel this, but there's times where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. How did I get here? Oh, yeah. All the time. Am I even good enough? Like, just keep on going because you'll just get better. Yeah. Amen. It's good. Just keep on going because you will get better. It's It's literally, it's inevitable. Like, you do something over and over and over and you just, you're going to keep getting better. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, when you're like, I can't believe I had, I was dreaming about this, Mike. It's like, Maybe the second part is like dream bigger because you will reach your goals and then you're like, now what? So yeah. like, mm. probably think bigger than what you're thinking now. Amen. That's great. So good. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, same. Great encouragement time. Simple, but effective. I have a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? What's like the coolest project you've worked on? Or like a project you're like, I never thought this would be possible. Yeah. It's a great question. Um... First thing that pops into my mind is working with actually Logitech on this when they released this mic and we don't have it in here, but that they released like a new light and a new mic. Um, got to work with Dr. Lupo. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a pretty famous streamer. Um, and so we worked with a creative agency out of LA that was working directly with Logitech um, and got to work with him. And it was like one of the, you know, one of the few projects where we got to like be super creative, present a treatment, you know, do a mood board, all that stuff. Um, and it wasn't like a crazy high paying project. It was a pretty small project, but that was probably one of the most fun ones that I've worked on. Yeah. It's just cool to be trusted with somebody's <clears throat> brand. And when it's a, you know, a brand like Logitech, that's huge, um, is really cool. And Dr. Lupo, I don't know a lot about streamers and gamers, but he was like one of the biggest Twitch streamers ever. They moved fully over to YouTube. Um, but he's, a stellar dude, but he actually like lives in Nebraska. So they were just there. Uh, his agency was looking for somebody here in town locally and they just Googled us and found us and they picked us to shoot it. So we were honored. Um, but as far as like anything else, like somebody asked me this recently and I just, I don't know that we've done that project yet yeah. where I'm like, Oh man, like this like really moves me. Like I'm proud of some of the stuff we put out, but I mean, you know, there's videos of like farmers that we've shot that like, you know, I think are cool and make a difference, but like, they're not, I don't think they're the, the video that I'm like dying to show my whole family and yeah. my friends. Um, I think everything we put out, like we, we do the best with what we have and we, um, put everything into it. But yeah, I just, I think we're still waiting for that story to tell. That's really, really passionate. That moves, you know, <laughs> a lot of people. Um, and yeah, whether that's maybe a, a documentary or docu-series or a mini doc on someone's life or something that's really impactful. I think we'd be really excited about that, but we just haven't given the opportunity um, yet. And so, yeah, I think really long story short, I don't think I've I've filmed that yet and and directed and, and put together that film yet. And so we're, we're excited for that. Yeah. Um, we're kind of stretching that we were talking about different levels, but like, I feel like the level that we're at right now is we know that we want to level up our production and what we can bring to the table, but we need a shot or a chance at doing that. Yep. And so we're kind of like knocking on doors being like, Hey guys, like we could, you know, if you give us a shot, like we could knock mm-hmm. this out of the park park for you. And they're like, Oh yeah, it does look like you could do that. But, um, we actually have this other company that we're used to working with, or, you know, the story is, hey, maybe we'll work together in the future. We love your stuff. You guys seem great, but, you know, budget or this or, mm-hmm. oh, we went with this company because they've worked with us before. So we get it and we're just, we've been praying. It's on our prayer board out yeah. there of like uh, just new opportunities to to kind of level up and, and budget so there's more to work with, you know, mm-hmm. talent and 
scout scouting locations and just doing some of that stuff where it's not really necessary for the few thousand dollar tent up to ten thousand dollar jobs it's just like oh we're gonna roll up we're gonna shoot to the best of our ability we're gonna edit a really stellar video for Mm -hmm. your location or your business and then we're gonna move on to the next one so yeah that's kind of kind of where we're at yeah yeah i feel like it's interesting like i don't know if it's an age thing but i've noticed that like would you guys like to make films like like documentaries like, yes yeah yeah you see yeah i have no interest in like because when we walked into edison i had no idea like what i was doing in that meeting <laughs> but then they were like oh uh, you guys are filming like the videos and i was thinking to myself like dude i do not want to do a short film like this. <laughs> but then they were like oh, kevin you do the social content i was like yes like yeah, yeah. Now, like, like if it's Let's vertical go. video like i just love like i feel like that's like the thing I love the most, yeah. like, shooting for like short attention spans. Sure, mm-hmm. like just love that. Yeah. yeah, it's a great time to yeah. love that. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. I actually, I also do like. I do have like a passion for that stuff. Like shorter, just even like I care probably most about like our YouTube channels and our mm-hmm. outward facing content and mm-hmm. our brands. Like I want yeah. them to be and feel really good. And so I, there is like a piece of me I feel like is starting to be unveiled but like i don't know like where that piece fits like in mm-hmm. glory visuals yeah. so i'm like man like lord what you're, you're thrift vlog fire yeah so I that was that. Yeah. we were just talking about that today like dude that was so fun and it was like just so simple like i watched that like three times I'm like this is sick sick and just like no yeah. i appreciate that yeah it was awesome like we got our new fx6 and we just like yeah i we went to this place i love thrifting at and i just mm-hmm. talked on this mic and we recorded a little vo and i was like we need to do more stuff like this because yeah. it fills us up it didn't take us like any time right that's the funny part all the stuff we love doing it took us like half a day to shoot and like half a day to edit we're very efficient at it it's like we're pretty good at it's it. like holy crap and then we got all this like people like friends that are dps and directors like from different cities like mm-hmm. one of us one of our buddies he like it's like bro this is sick do more of this and we're like yeah we should and then yeah. two months goes by and we're like <laughs> right. bro remember that one time we were gonna do yeah. more stuff like this and then we never did yeah dope we should probably <laughs> it's yeah. hard though like when like stuff is paying you to yep. stuff that isn't paying. it's hard to For justify sure. the time yeah. even though like exactly what darren said it's like those are the projects that we put the least amount of thought into mm-hmm. the least amount of time doing it but like it's it's that going back to just being artists and not yeah. yeah i my default is like i want to i want to know exactly what i'm walking into mm-hmm. but i think that removes some of that like flexibility and open mindedness of being able to walk in like what is so cool about weddings and why i think you grow so much from weddings is like every wedding's different there's no two weddings that are the same and you can't control most of it so you're walking in to an environment that you don't know of and you have to be able to adapt, you have to be able to create and to be able to just be an artist in the moment. And so, um, yeah, I feel like the projects that have been the most fulfilling, although, yeah, the Logitech one was cool. That was more like client projects, but the ones that have been fulfilling, honestly, that one's probably the most memorable is the Mm -hmm. thrift thing because it was a real story. It was just authentic. It was something that we could be creative but also spontaneous and not yeah. have to plan everything out we didn't have to have a script we didn't have to use chat gpt to help us you know hey. write a caption for it like it was and that's why when you ask documentaries like yes i think yeah. we've realized recently through getting feedback on that video that like i think we would freaking crush documentaries mm-hmm. because it's it's not a hundred percent pre-produced you know it's a right. lot of organic authentic and uh i think that I've realized that we work best in that, yeah, in that environment. But yeah. early on, Austin and I had an opportunity to shoot for a cystic fibrosis foundation, and we like, it's like a like a lung. What is mm-hmm. it like? Like a, a lung disease. Lung disease. So like, you can't really leave your house because you have so many medications and like these machines that like vibrate to like take the mucus off your lungs so you can breathe and all these different. Things. It's, it's, just, it's really gnarly yeah. like the amount of pills they got to take and all this crazy stuff so we got hit up i don't remember how we got the job but we they were like hey we could you know you could say like we're gonna charge like 10 grand and we'll just like write you guys a, a write-off because they were like a nonprofit and didn't have a ton of budget and we went to the dinner and like they showed it and whatever so we made this like 17 minute like mini doc about this guy's daily life of like how hard it is to be suffering from this and 
it was cool. You know, he had dogs and he trains dogs for a living. So there was like that story and it was really interesting. And then he had his girlfriend or wife and doing life together. And mm-hmm. so we went there straight out straight away at like 6.30 a.m. You know, it was really dark and dim and it was just like cool. And he walked through his like regimen for like the pills he has to take. And then we like went on a walk and he like longboarded with his dogs and we, you know, walked through his life and it was really, really cool. And it, it was so much fun. I remember for me editing it, like just, it was just like unlocking parts of my brain. I was like, oh, this is so fun. And the music, I mean, it's, it's pretty like emotional. It's like emotive. It's, it's very like, we styled it very dark and dim and didn't really light. I don't think we even brought a light. I don't think we had any light. I, don't, I think we even owned lights actually at the time. <laughs> and so we, we scrapped it like, or we went up, it really scrappy but it was really fun i remember just feeling like excited about telling the story of something that i never knew about so we learned so we were just genuinely asking questions and learning as we were sitting with this guy and i mean he's like barely older than me and just like suffered for so many years and um it's just been cool and so ever since then i was like man we we really like that documentary style type thing but never really have i I, it's the the tough part about it is i just in Omaha, Nebraska, there isn't a lot of people worrying about doing, you know, story-based commercials or docu-style, you know, commercial-based content. Yeah, It's more just ads and whatever, Facebook ads and quick, you know, quick attention span stuff. And so, I'm, and we were talking to another director and they were saying they're seeing the shift of people want more authentic. And, and so I think, I don't think I know, like God's setting us up for, the opportunity of somebody's going to give us a shot where we're, where we are, we are going to be able to tell their story and uh, give it a, a documentary style approach. And yeah. I'm really excited for that, but we're, we're just not there yet, but we'll, we'll get there. Yep. That makes me think of like two things. Like one, I miss when I only had like one camera, one lens, like mm. just how freeing that for sure. is. Yeah. Versus like having a cinema camera and like, yeah. like just the, it's just a pain. Just yeah, like having it is a pain. Yeah, audio <laughs> building just like, it all out and like. Just, I love it though. It's, it's I do love <laughs> awesome. it, but I also hate it sometimes. It's cool. I'm yeah. like, bro, I'll just take this. See you guys. Right. Like, yeah. It's like I think before you're there, you're just like, I, I, when I get this, it's gonna level me up. So yeah. Much. And once you get there, you're like, this is sick. It's like it's worth it. But mm-hmm. like I remember when I was just free, able to like yep. create yeah, for sure. And yeah. then the second part is like. Maybe this is like advice to creatives too. Like, sure. Even, even though you're amazing, and no matter how good you are, sometimes people don't know you can do it if you don't show them you can do it. For yeah. sure. So like, if you don't have any concert photos in your reel or in your Instagram, mm-hmm. and you tell people you can do it, they only half believe you. Yeah. Right. So unless you've done it, yeah, it's hard to get like the gig until you've like done it before. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I think for you too. I mean, and I, I pay a lot of attention to that stuff because people do look you up. Yeah. They, they're going to be like, yo, oh, have you ever heard of Cape, Cape Buckets? Kevin, he, he crushes it. Um, You should hire him or whatever. And it's like, all right, cool, bet. I, I trust you, but you're going to look him up like yeah. right there. Yep. And then you're going to check out the page. If it's like you like just flashing money in a picture <laughs> and then yeah. the next yeah. one, like you're just eating Subway sandwich and then the other one you do, I don't know, like just weird content. Like they're gonna be like, no, this dude's whack. Like I'm not gonna hire them. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. And but it, but if you're gonna be posting and you care about your grid a little bit, you know, you show that you travel, you, you know, whatever, you put out the work that you want more of, and mm-hmm. so people are gonna see it and they're gonna be drawn to it and they're gonna see the style regardless of what you do. Um, but you're gonna be like, whoa, this guy like cares and he knows what he's what he's doing, and that's what your your feed does show that you've ever since we we started following you or we were we've heard of you like. I don't even know a long time ago, but you were always posting cool like creative shots. Like I remember the one shot of you that was stuck in my head when I, we were talking about this podcast um, was you're sitting on a couch. Was it at like Zen or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the little couch. Yeah. The good like, vibes only sign. In the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something I was like, yeah. but that like stuck in my head for whatever. Every time I thought of Kabuckets, I thought yeah. of Kevin's photo like with the, yeah. Yeah. because yeah, like you were intentional about like the content you posted. So, I mean, yeah, you got to be intentional with that for sure. Because I know there's people that's like, I didn't get this job because of like whatever reason. And then like the reason is probably because like they don't think you can do it. Because right. you haven't shown <laughs> them you can do it. For sure. Yeah. Showcase, yeah. Yeah. That's why we're pretty vulnerable and like post a lot. Like mm-hmm. 
you know, we're pretty active on our stories, like our day to day, like what we're doing and some serious stuff that like, hey, we're working like grinding right. on this. And so I think, yeah, I think people love seeing that stuff. They love, they, they it builds trust. Um, and so, yeah, if you're not posting and being authentic on your page, you definitely need to be, be posting mm -hmm. your work, yep. something you're proud of, like screenshot some stills. I literally did that yesterday. I posted mm -hmm. today, like, hey, look at this shot. Like, and you know, it's cool. Like we posted, I invited the lighting company as a collaborator and they accepted it. Like yeah. stuff like that, like matters. Like if you're proud of something and you want to post about it and tag the gear that you're mm -hmm. using in the post, tag the lighting that you're in the post, like yeah. <clears throat> tag the people, like people will share it. And that's exactly what happens. And then people, um, it builds trust with people and then they're more apt to hire you for their next um, um, content needs and, mm -hmm. and all of that. Do you find it like hard to be proud of the stuff you make or... Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I'd say. <laughs> pretty self yeah. I mean, yeah. I probably Austin pretty self critical than yeah. anyone else yeah. in the office. Yeah. Uh I feel like I'm maybe less. We're probably we're probably the extremes right here. <laughs> it's hardest hardest yeah. for Austin and least hard for me. I think because I was such a big fan of them before I came here that I would just like so much respect and um I asked them for a ton of advice and like just all the stuff they really poured into me. So I think I had kind of this reverence and still do for just the brand and them specifically. They're like it for me, like I'll, I'll go home and show Bethany, like on our Vimeo, look at this farmer video that we made. Like <laughs> I'm really proud of it. Not in yeah. some of those, like I didn't even touch, I maybe shot something or I did some pre-production, like hardly ever edit any of the like end videos, but I'm just so proud of like the work that we do. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's less hard for me because I still think of us in that like when I'm emailing people reach out and I'm saying, Hey, I'm Trev from glory visuals, the premier video production company in in the Midwest. Like I, I mean that I don't mm -hmm. say it because I want to sell something or okay. I, I genuinely think that. So I think it's easiest for me probably out of anybody here. Yeah. So Trev's probably like here <laughs> and then I'm probably like, here and then Austin's probably like here. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I think it does kind of like sway. Yeah, I yeah. Can, I get. I definitely can go towards Austin more because we're running the company together side by side, right. and so there is like a, like, just a an attention to detail and like level of quality of product and and everything that we're gonna really just be fanatical about. Mm -hmm. But I think there is a lot of pride collectively um, that we're really happy with what we do. And yeah. Out. For sure. It's a balance. And we can't speak for Bray. <coughs> yeah. She just hates us all. <laughs> she just she just doesn't talk that much about that. So because <laughs> I've been following you guys since I was like 18. And you're 24 now. Okay, so hot minute. Dang, look at that you. That was like yeah, when we started insane. then, because we've only been a company for five years. Yeah. Like these people are sick. <laughs> well, I agree. Yeah. Thanks. Well, we think you're sick. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. Well, awesome, bro. Thank you seriously for joining us on the pod. Yeah. And just Thanks like, I don't know why it took us so long to get you on here. Um, but it's been cool just bumping back into you and mm -hmm. just kind of seeing what's up with you and, and your amazing adventures and yeah. all the crazy content you're doing. You're killing it. And uh, I know that this has been super inspirational for them um, just to hear your story and your journey. Uh, but where can they find you on social media? Like, how can we keep up with you and, and all that? At Kabuckets at everything. K-A-B-U-C-K-E-T-S. All right. Sick. Is that from, is that from uh, the NBA dreams? I used or? to play, like, basketball. So I played at Midland my freshman year. Okay. So, oh, like, cool. In high school, like, this is one of the juniors when I was a sophomore. Was like my last name is Kabor, so he was like Kabor buckets, and he was like Kabuckets, and then just <laughs> oh, I was like that's kind of fire. Okay, yeah. Dang. So, so is nice. that is that like your like YouTube too? Yeah, that's my okay. YouTube too. Cool. Nice. And how much are you posting on YouTube right now? By the time they see this, like at least once a week. Let's okay. go. Yeah. Sick. That's awesome. I'm sick because if you're not and you're trying to be a YouTuber, I'm gonna hold you. Yeah. Because now, hold me to it. yeah, because I know now that you want to be a YouTuber. Yeah, like, right. where, you where are you at subs wise right now on YouTube? I'm at like three hundred and. 80 all right like that. i'm just asking for when we do another one in a yeah. year yeah and like and you have yeah hundred thousand or more which, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. let's go yeah. awesome sweet well thanks so much for joining us we really appreciate it thanks for having me thanks, um, Heck yeah. all right that's all we got for you for this episode uh if you enjoy this podcast please do us a favor make sure that you leave us a rating uh, let us know your thoughts or if you didn't like the podcast then you can let us know that too we love hearing your feedback and uh, would love to see uh, what you think of the show
Don't leave a five star because that'll make us get in front of more people. So don't leave us like anything less than five. <laughs> five five stars only, or just send it back. Be honest. But five stars. Okay. <laughs> It'll hurt us if you don't leave us a five star review. <laughs> so five stars. If you don't say not, if you don't have nothing nice to say, then don't say nothing. <laughs> but actually, though, that's great. That's a great line. <laughs> If you want to follow along with us on social, you can find us on Instagram at the Glory Boys Pod or on TikTok at the Glory Boys Podcast. If you want to see cute videos of this cute doggo, if you're watching on YouTube, this is my dog Lola. She's here at the office all the time, so we post about her all the time because she's cute. So if you want to see a lot of that and more of what we do in our company, Glory Visuals, definitely follow us at Glory Visuals on every single platform. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. We love you guys a ton, and we'll see you in there. Uh, See you in there. See you in there.